it is tune in iTunes real loyalty find us online jiggyjaguar.us also find us in the app stores or 50 plus AM FM stations across the country and around the world iHeartRadio as well thanks for joining us today here on our big program we have got a fantastic new marketing partner we want to tell you about here at Transmedia Worldwide. Before we get to our next guest, who's going to join us here in just a few moments, we want to tell you about NetCurrencyIndex.com. These folks are absolutely amazing. The latest market news and updates are available at Net Currency Index. The Cryptocurrency Index Benchmark. Uh, you can get all the best from all the stages of cryptocurrency markets. You can earn in full automated way from all related blockchain and high-tech industry sectors by the world's first revolutionary and visionary index, the ETF Plus, and the dividend coin in best secured and low-risk way. Get the boost. By monthly paid dividends from our cryptocurrency arbitrage trading. Check out netcurrencyindex.com. That's netcurrencyindex.com. They've got all the different information over there. You can register and get more information over there at netcurrencyindex.com. That's N E T C U R R E N C Y Netcurrencyindex.com. Check them out today. We are going to go to our next guest. You're going to join us on the old Skype Rooney here in just a few moments. And uh, uh, we will see what happens here. We will get our next guest in here. Hopefully. Hey, Jennifer. There's Jennifer. How are you? It's James Lowe from iHeartRadio. How are you today? Hi. Good. How are you? Pretty good, actually. Now, um, Jennifer, you have um, an interesting, interesting topic today. Let's talk a little bit about it. Jennifer Fitzpatrick joins us here on our big program, Caregiver's Silent partner and that's telemedicine it's a care management tool it allows health care professionals to evaluate diagnose and treat patients at a distance using telecommunications technology this is done through a virtual visit with your doctor via phone tablet or other computer software or devices tell us a little bit about this this telemedicine well so there's different types of computer and uh, technological advances that are available in some areas. Now, we have to keep in mind that not every healthcare practice or physician's office uses these. Um, but I'm going to give you an example. My grandmother actually suffered with congestive heart failure. And one of the markers that assesses progress and how things are going um, is actually weight and fluid retention. And when she was uh, being treated, they had a scale that uh, they gave my grandmother to give to take home with her, and she would get on that scale, and uh, her doctor's office would actually be able to see her weight every time she got on that scale to see how that fluid retention was going. So that's one example of 
something that's out there right now that can give real-time data to your healthcare provider. We've got Jennifer Fitzpatrick with us today. She joins us live here in her broadcast, and uh, she has a fantastic, fantastic book, Cruising, Cruising Through Caregiving, Reducing the Stress of Caring for Your Loved One. She joins us today here in the broadcast. <laughs> now, what? Um, how was this process invented? I'm, I'm sorry, how was it? How, how was this telemedicine uh, process invented, Jennifer? Invented? Yes. Oh, invented. So, <laughs> well, actually, I have to say that's probably above my pay grade because I, um, I'm somebody that really struggles with some technology. But, um, but probably people that are super, super smart um, that decided that there's a lot in healthcare that we don't necessarily need to be seeing the doctor in person. Um, I think it, a lot of it comes from you know back in the day. You probably remember James um, many years ago. We had physicians that made home visits, and we still do have some practices that will do that. We have concierge physicians, but I think that these telemedicine types of uh, projects and programs that are out there are an effort to try to replicate that. Um, a lot of physicians, uh, for example, I uh, had a, this, my dad a couple years ago had a doctor's office visit that his doctor really wanted one of his adult kids to participate in, and we actually, I actually was able to participate via Skype. Um, so, you know, these are things that um, are, you know, invented, like if you look at FaceTime, obviously like the Mark Zuckerbergs and those folks. Um, so those types of things, these types of things are constantly evolving. Um, I, we, you ha- you got to keep in mind that um, if you're listening to this program, it's not every doctor's office is tech savvy, um, but you can ask these questions. So for example, maybe you're a caregiver. Um, you know, I talk in cruising through caregiving a lot about if you're long distance caregiving, like when my dad was having troubles, um, I'm in Maryland and my dad was in the Philly area and there was a particular appointment that he and his doctor wanted me to attend. I couldn't physically be there. Um, ask those questions. This doctor was willing to do it. Um, and you know, even if the doctor's never done it before, they might be willing to try it. Now, Keep in mind, the big question and the big concern for a lot of people is confidentiality, HIPAA. Um, Just keep in mind that if you're having something over technology, it's definitely not going to be 100% secure. Um, So if it's really particularly sensitive information, some people might say, you know, I don't want a family member involved in an appointment on Skype or Facebook or something like that. Um, So that's, that's definitely a challenge. But it is, for some families, it's, it's, it's a lifesaver because it keeps people in the loop. Um, James, there's so many ways technology is helping right now. For example, there's this product right now. Um, I have no affiliation with them, but it's called a Lively Safety Watch. Um, and that the thing that's kind of neat about this is that you can put sensors on your loved ones, uh, say the bathroom door or the refrigerator door. And, you know, you and your loved one both know that it's there. And, you know, you can kind of monitor, hey, is my mom getting to the bathroom? Is my mom, um, is she eating? Like, is she getting going to the refrigerator? Um, also, other, other really cool kinds of technology right now that I'm super excited about is for dementia. Um, so if anybody here who's listening has a loved one who has Alzheimer's or Lewy body dementia or frontotemporal, any of those dementias, wandering is always going to be a risk. 
even if you have never, your loved one has never ever wandered, it is possible that they'll do it in the future. About 60 to 65% of all people with dementia wander. At the very least, you want to register them with the Alzheimer's Association with the Safe Return Program so if they ever are lost, that they have a bracelet that indicates that they have dementia and the police and law enforcement, EMT, can find them, get them the appropriate help that they need. But what's neat now is there's actually GPS shoes. Um, so there's some really neat products where, uh, you know, you can you can make sure that your loved one is wearing certain shoes. Like, if they get lost, they that you can track it. Um, I think a lot of us assume nowadays with our smartphones, you know, if we lose our smartphone, we can track it. Um, most older adults who, especially those in their 80s, 90s, and older, they're not accustomed to carrying a phone with them everywhere they go. So using shoes is, is a way to track them that uh, that it's not really that invasive, but if they do wander away from home, um, then we'll be able to track them and find them more quickly. We've got Jennifer Fitzpatrick with us today. She joins us live here in her broadcast. A caregiver silent partner is the topic today. Cruising through caregiving, reducing the stress of caring for your loved one. Jennifer Fitzpatrick with us today here on a broadcast. Now, has technology made the role of a caregiver a lot easier than it was? Well, it's, it's really great that you asked the question about is it making the role easier? I would say in some ways, yes. Number one, if the, the caregiver will... Uh, embrace it. And number two, um, if the caregiver is is open to um, to some of these some of these new ways of getting some help, I think for a long time um, we make the assumption that you know the only way that it, an appointment or a visit can be successful is if it's in person. Um, I think that there has to be an embracing. I think you know you also have to weigh the risks of you know like we talked about the confidentiality, but. If you choose the right technology and the right those the products and services that are that are best suited, um, I don't think you want to completely outfit your loved one's house with all kinds of technology. But pick and choose what makes sense. Talk to your physician's office or your healthcare provider. Like what kind of technology is available? Um, what you know, especially if you live in a rural area, what sorts of things will reduce the need for us to come in and do an in-person visit um, and Sometimes, I, I have to say, sometimes healthcare provider offices can be reluctant to discuss that with people that are older because they assume, uh, oh, you're older, you probably don't know how to utilize the technology. But, um, it, you know, just to give you another example, one that's been around for a thousand years, well, not a thousand, but those lifeline um, programs like Philips is probably the most commonly known one. And that detects falls, and it's super friendly to all ages, to all technology levels. Um, so I would say, like, for me, if you, have, if you have a loved one with dementia, consider some kind of GPS um, products. If you have a loved one who is at risk for falls, definitely consider some sort of lifeline, you know, whether it be that necklace or that bracelet that detects falls and it's waterproof. Um, and, and just keep communication open with your healthcare providers. What sort of things do you offer that can help us um, to keep in touch with you so we don't have to make visits that are unnecessary and disruptive. We've got Jennifer Fitzpatrick with us today. She joins us live here on Skype Audio. You've seen her on ABC, Reader's Digest, U.S. News, Forbes, Chicago Tribune, and many more. She's got a great book, Cruising Through Caregiving, Reducing the Stress of Caring for Your Loved One. She joins us today here in a broadcast. Our topic here, of course, a caregiver's silent prayer. Now, what are some of the challenges that seniors can encounter when dealing with technology? 
Well, I think that there, it's the lack of comfortability. Typically, obviously, most of us think of this as a young person's uh, game, that the millennials and the Gen Zs that are younger, that they are more apt to understand technology. But I don't think, I think we have to always remember that uh, many, many older adults will embrace technology, um, especially if it's not overly complicated. Um, I think that we need to, I think this is a great way for um, older persons to consider a way to to, to uh, bond with grandkids, great-grandkids sometimes. That's a thing that um, the caregiver who's older or the older patient, they talk to their grandkids. Hey, help me set this up. Help me learn how to use this technology that will help my health. I, it's so nice when the younger generation can teach the older generation. But I also think it's worth noting that we don't want to stereotype all older adults. But think about George Takei. Um, a lot of our listeners might know George Takei Sulu from, from Star Trek. He had a play called Allegiance on Broadway for a couple of years. He um, is an announcer on the Howard Stern show. He um, He's pretty famous. And he actually has over 10 million followers on Twitter on Facebook. Um, so this guy is going to be 82 and he has embraced technology. He, you know, he uses it to, to promote all of his activities in uh, the entertainment world, but also for activism and political causes that he's interested in. So we don't want to stereotype or say, oh, older adults can't embrace technology. I think George Takei is a great example of somebody that's almost 82 who does. We've got Jennifer Fitzpatrick with us today. As we wrap up here, Jennifer, how do we get your book, social media, websites, all that? Thank you, James. That's so kind of you. Um, CruisingThroughCaregiving.com, and it's available at Barnes & Noble, stores, retail stores nationwide, Amazon. Uh, but if you'd like a free chapter, go to CruisingThroughCaregiving.com. We are going to get to Tom Harris here in just a few seconds. Uh, I thank Jennifer Fitzpatrick for joining us. Check out her book, Cruising Through the Caregiving, Reducing the Stress of Caring for Your Loved One. Jennifer, I appreciate you making time for us today. Thank you. Definitely. We are going to take a break. 60-second timeout. We're going to come back with Tom Harris. 